Welcome back. You are listening to Rabbit Troop Sucks, and for us, we're recording in the evening, and as I've said before, I don't know where you're at, but wherever your head's at, it's in the right place, because you're listening to us. And as always, I'm Paul, next to me is Mike, and today joining us is Lamar. Welcome back, Lamar. Hello, guys. Hi. Glad to be back again. Hell yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it with Never Too Young to Die from 1986. And we are a podcast about obscure, overlooked, and sometimes forgotten about films. And this is definitely, probably, a lot of those things. And um, there's a lot to discuss today. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, there's a lot to unpack about this movie. I, I, yeah, uh, the, the measure I have now of how to unpack a film is how much did Mike pour in a glass? <laughs> and Mike poured a lot in a glass. So I've got a, a pretty, I got a pretty full glass. So there's a lot of unpacking. Hope you call the moving company because we're going to be unpacking all day. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty hefty class you're drinking now. Yeah. I measure how much of that was um, alcohol and how much of that was the other. It's all alcohol. Okay. But what's, what's the other? Uh, like meant, spirit? <laughs> what you were drinking before, you had oh, like a mix okay. of something. I thought you oh, were. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we started with uh, like a Jack and Coke kind of thing, and now we're just on a, a big old glass of tequila. All right. Okay. That's what I like to hear. Because that's yeah. what you need when we talk about this movie. Yeah. Mike, we're ramping you up with sugar and mm -hmm. alcohol. Yeah. Got, like Coke and. I'm all fired up. Like I, ice cream and yeah. Easter candy from. Yeah. Leftover from, Easter candy. Yeah. <laughs> many weeks past. Mm -hmm. And. And now, uh, now you're never too young to die. I found the egg. There was a uh, your your special nut treat earlier. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> out of context, I have absolutely no idea what you're discussing. And again, as I've said many occasions, if you want to write in, Rabbit Troop Sucks Podcast at Gmail .com, I will isolate any of these things and send them to you. We should just do that and like sell it as a mixtape <laughs> kind of thing. We just got to like, you know, tempo balance it and then like drop a beat to it. <laughs> That's not Perfect. a bad idea. <laughs> Get a little theme song going. Like we could have the equivalent to the Super Bowl shuffle tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lamar just looked down. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I'm always looking down. <laughs> well, let me slowly uh, try to swim through this plot line. Um, a top secret agent is murdered. Ah. I'm adding my own effects. Ah, <laughs> so his estranged son, a high school gymnast, teams up with his dad's attractive female partner to stop the psych psychopathic hermaphroditic gang leader who killed him and now plans a major terrorist attack. Wow. You have all the ACAST coming out with star John Stamos, Vanity, and Gene Simmons and George Lazenby, you know, for a cherry on top. But mm -hmm. boom, you've got them all. You've got Uncle Jesse in high school doing some stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of bizarre. I've never heard of this movie until I think you mentioned it to me, Paul. Um, Did you not watch this? Wait, is this your first time watching this? No, we watched it together. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember. A while ago. Yeah, it was like uh, probably near a decade ago. I want to say, yeah, that sounds about right. And I've completely forgotten about it. And with the names alone, you would think that I've heard this movie before. I've not heard of it until you brought it up. 
probably a decade ago, and this is 86. Was that the year, mm -hmm. I believe? Here's yeah. the craziest thing. So just remember, like, you've never heard of this movie. I never heard of this movie. This movie, the villain is Gene Simmons. We'll get to name titles. We're going to get to everything. But we almost watched The Way, Way Back with Steve Carell. And this was second on the list. We did not watch The Way, Way Back. <laughs> and so uh, Never Too Young to Die uh, came up. So the hell of a switch <laughs> it is but still big names in it and i'm really shocked that i just never heard of it yeah yeah what do you think what do you think about never never too young to die mike well i mean i'll i'll sprinkle in my thoughts um <laughs> whoa it had yeah there were a lot of people on this it had and james bond in it yeah the laz yeah and this apparently this was supposed to be uh, this was supposed to like start off a kind of James Bond Jr. sort of movie franchise that didn't happen because this movie sucked. Wait, wait, all, uh, wait, all with John Stamos? Yeah, like, oh, he, well, that that was one of the the trivia pieces. Now he would have headed up this this franchise. But, but I get, I I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. What was this movie rated? You know, um, it, would, it would had to be PG, right? Eighty six was before PG thirteen. Yeah, it's R. It's just straight oh, up. is it straight yeah. up? Okay. Oh, there's titties in it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's nudity. Flash of titties yeah. and very little profanity. This could have easily been PG thirteen. Yeah, that, yeah. That, well, yeah. no, PG thirteen. Yeah, may or may not have existed. It's yeah, like right true. right within yeah. this year or the year previous. I bet to it's it. right on the line there. Oh man. Um, yeah, because I'm trying to think. Like nudity wouldn't get uh, get you out of like an like, nudity could get you out of an R rating at this time. Like John Hughes uh, had nudity in films. Maybe it's a type of nudity. Yeah. I mean, it's a flash of titties for a brief second. So many hashtags. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> There's so much you can apply here. Um, Everything we're saying, you should verbatim type into Google and search <laughs> that. No, I, at your office. Not. At your office. <laughs> okay, that's You safe. at work? <laughs> type it in. Yeah. <laughs> your boss needs to see what you're doing. And when your boss is like, what are you doing? Like a Beastie Boys video, you're like, ah, I'm listening to Rabbit Troop Sucks. <laughs> right in that voice. And they're like, ah, no. Mikey like, said, too uh, much partying. <laughs> Boys. You've described my work experience. <laughs> you said uh, this was probably going to be a franchise that was going to branch out. I wonder yeah, that, if, uh, that's what they wanted it to be. I wonder if the Full House people got the Johns like, hey, listen, we got some <laughs> And it just canceled everything. It was around the same time, I think, Full hear House started. Yeah. You play Lance Stargrove in a franchise isn't for you, mm -hmm. but hear me out, Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Stargrove. Stargrove. <laughs> yeah. There's a song. Oh That's, my god! Oh my yeah, yeah. Basically, the <laughs> the, the characters and the mo the movie title have their own songs that are just someone repeating the name over and over again. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. You got up to do something when the credits were rolling, um, but did you hear any of the "Never Too Young to Die" song? They play it at the beginning. Oh, did? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all it's all throughout, baby. Oh wait, wait. They play Stargrove all throughout. Right, right. There is a special "Never Too Young to Die" song. Ooh, maybe I need to go back. You don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't play need that, to do that song at the beginning, and then a Stargrove song at the beginning during okay. the montage. Well, Stargrove is also the score, so we have Stargrove the song and mm -hmm. Stargrove the like orchestrated electro score. Mm -hmm. um, 
<laughs> also, I mean, we're not even into this film. Like yeah. my fifth note, like it just just like a jotted down note is, oh no, not the finger. Um, <laughs> so. so Stargrove, Stargrove. That song also makes me think that this was probably going to be a series and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was going to be the theme that was going to power this five or six film series. Who knows? Screw off mm-hmm. James Cameron and her Avatar franchise. Let's bring back Stargrove. There's right. still time. I, I bet Stamos, the Stame, would be totally willing to do this. He's a unaged Adonis. Bring it back, Stargrove. Yeah. But make time between your fucking Oikos yogurt commercials <laughs> and, and give the people what they want. Oikos. Is it Oikos? Am I saying that? It is. Okay. <laughs> I, I, is he still doing that? I, I have no idea. Okay. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing these days. Either. Yeah. Is, your, is your direct question, is John Stamos still doing the yogurt? Yes. Well, I would assume yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... He's never too young to die. (laughs) So we get an opening of Gene Simmons uh, just doing some weird shit. He's in a weird costume, talking nonsense on a rooftop, maybe? Yeah, he's got like this weird like Coliseum style uh, amphitheater that he's speaking to his weird biker gang minions in. Yeah, and he's talking like he is a methed out Mad Max leader. He's like, like, like the pitch and octave of his voice keeps going like up and down. He's like, "We will rule the world," and he does say that in very sing song format. And he says, "We will do it for, we'll do it for the gold." Uh, I think he says like the jewels, mm-hmm. the money. Yeah. Um, he said he has a little list. Uh, I'm kind of on board. I mean, so this guy's doing it for the jewels. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's talk about this for a minute because yeah. I didn't I didn't understand the plot of this movie, yeah. which should come as no surprise to most people. But right. so he is a drug lord, right. mm-hmm. uh, amongst things. Among, yeah, I mean, so that's you know he, not, he let's dabbles. Not, let's, yeah, what's happened? He's a man of yeah. many hats. Um, so, but he the plan is that he just elaborated on. He is going to poison the water supply of L.A. with nuclear runoff from like a power plant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and in return he's getting jewels what's um, there's i feel like there's a middle piece that i'm missing between poisoning la and jewels mike you get the underpants (laughs) (laughs) this is a very underpants gnome kind of uh kind of plot I do like that he um, tried to shoehorn it in into the first 10 seconds of the film. It literally yeah. opens he's and he's saying just it to yeah, him. No, he's 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 it. It. <laughs> but it's not, it's, it's not elaborating on it. It's kind of just what you said. Right. It's going to poison like, this. Guys, I, I just had this idea. Here's I what we're going to do. I'm assuming that this is going to be like stage one of many. The kind of what I've got was, and I, and I am definitely stretching my imagination, is... He's either going to do this, it will say he's going to do it, and have the stuff to do it, mm-hmm. and take ransom. But there's or, no mention of ransom. <clears throat> that is correct. Or he's going to do this, and it's going to happen, and he's now going to threaten other places. I've done this once, I'm going to keep doing it to other places. Again, Mike is absolutely correct. No one has ever noted this. I'm definitely stretching my imagination with this one. Okay, that, that makes sense, though. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess a little, a little, it makes sure. a little more sense than what our friend Gene described yeah. to us. Listen, I think I, the bias I have here is I'm trying to articulate a madman's rantings 
But he sold me on jewels. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. The guy's like, we were going to do it for jewels. I can't see, read all of my handwriting. It was yeah. something, something uh, like the reward, the ransom, like gold, ransom, jewels, money. I just heard jewels, and I my Goonies mind thought, this guy's got a pirate, pirate ship of jewels. That's what he's looking for, yeah. Also, can we talk about his name for a second? Yes, we can. Because his name is what, Velvet Von Ragnar, uh-huh. which is, that's that's a great name. Yeah, it really is. But I um, think they just refer to him as a Ragnar to yeah. the rest of that movie. You think he's like Nor- Norwegian? Maybe, yeah. Mm. I would, I mean, if that was my name... I would I would definitely go by Velvet. Oh yeah, I would make people call me Velvet. We could keep calling you Velvet. You can yeah, because you guys from now on. Uh, well, we had Paladin Mike, but can it now be Velvet Mike? Back yeah, I like Velvet yeah. <laughs> a lot better than Paladin Mike. I've always got these n- n- shitty nicknames, and every fucking Billy calls me Dirty Uncle Mike. So I don't. That's <laughs> is that a nickname, or is he just saying stuff to I you? I don't know. <laughs> just being mean to you. <laughs> yeah, that's... to both. I think. <laughs> well, I, I like the name Ragnar, does, though. Yeah. Does, does he say that in front of his son? I don't know. His son's not usually. They don't let me near the sun, I don't think. Now with that nickname, like Jesus Christ, like that that's what I'm trying to put together. I'm trying to Columbo this situation. Um I think I'm a, I'm an uncle to the dog, not the not the son. I also why was he a hermaphrodite? Why was that necessary? Yeah, just because. Okay. Was that explained in this like when was that explained? I don't Later remember when that here. was brought into the, the plot of the movie, but like, was this just because it was the 80s and they wanted to make him seem like weird? I have no idea. And that's yeah. the best they could come up with. It felt like it was Gene's idea. It felt like he was really enjoying it. So he liked maybe, the outfits, maybe he I brought think. it yeah. up and it's like, okay. There's another movie that we've seen where he, he is the villain and we will definitely have to watch it at some point in time. Yeah gonna happen he's a good mm-hmm. villain you're talking about extract right no oh, okay. i thought you meant extract <laughs> I thought that's what you're oh <laughs> oh no it's uh, uh no i know what you're talking oh about. yeah but he is in extract and oh, he's pretty that's cool. right and that's he's right. pretty great in that well jumping okay, yeah. <laughs> kind of into the film um yeah so apparently there's a disc with a code on it and gene simmons needs this to activate some kind of doomsday i'm gonna poison the water system of los angeles you know the deal system um, so there's a bunch of rebel spies or something going on and they find one of these women, uh, who is spying in this weird Mad Max gang of people mm-hmm. and they're like, where's the disc? Where's the disc? They're looking for the, the Ram J or something. We don't really know what's going on. And someone's like, not the finger. And Gene Simmons, I guess his special mortal combat fatality move is to, uh, I did not see this uh, at the beginning, but apparently the fingernail extends like Wolverine's claw. I think he just has like a cover over it. Sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, he's like, Kshink. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's Wolverine fingernail and he just spikes you. He doesn't even slit your throat, which was weird. He just kind of jabs it in one area <laughs> yeah. and you die. Just jab it in there. <laughs> Real jabber. Well, so yeah, he, he they had like the babe tied up. Um, and he was like, where's the ram cake or whatever. <laughs> they keep calling this disc something stupid. Um, she's like, I'll never tell. And also, I don't know. Um, but then he sees her earring and it's the Stargrove uh, crest of honor or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, and he goes, Stargrove. And he rips her fucking earring out 
and and gives her the finger. He fingers her to death. You know, you know what I like to do when I try to break into a group and go undercover. I like to wear insignias <laughs> that uh, highlight that I'm from my original group. So, mm -hmm. like, if I'm like breaking into like country X, I have like American flag earrings on. They're like, oh yeah. my god! I'm like, what? Stargrove. <laughs> well, and then th this kicks off the Stargrove song. Yeah, because yeah, we have a montage of the younger Stargrove doing gymnastics. Yes. The little Gymkata, which maybe yeah. one day we'll get to. I would do that. Uh, yeah, I have some of the lyrics I wrote down really quickly. Um, well, <laughs> this song is amazing. It was something like flying or is flying something, something out of control or something like that. But those running to a danger zone. Are you good enough to stand on your own? Stargrove. Stargrove, Stargrove, Stargrove. <laughs> it's a pretty long song, too. Oh, it'll it goes on and on. It'll stick in your head. It's going to be in my dreams. <laughs> Let's see. I, if, if this sucks, you can edit it out. Never going to edit it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Stargrove. Oh, yeah. They're feeling danger. Not in a stranger. This is taking way longer than I thought to get to any kind of Stargrove mention. <laughs> it's a long song. So we're going to cut that, but yeah. Nah, I'm going to keep it in. They'll, they'll know. No, I didn't mean cut it out. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, I'm just going to stop playing it. This song is four minutes long, by the way. Stargrove. Stargrove. <laughs> that montage was four minutes long it might have been longer wow huh. that's true yeah. yeah oh yeah the montage i'm like the song the song is epic the song it was <laughs> is it epic with the montage though <laughs> yeah it, it was all just stamos on the rings and the balance beam yeah it's like a montage of him doing gymnastics and other people doing gymnastics and then there's two like meathead guys that are oh, like yeah. why don't you do something manly stargrove <laughs> and he and he fucking like he gives him like the three stooges like <laughs> and then just leaves and you never see those guys again. Uh, to show I, that Star Grove is not gonna be bullied. No. Get out of here, laser brain. <laughs> well no, he has to leave uh because his his nerdy friend shows up and he's like Look at my sweet gadgets, you guys. Cliff. Cliff. I love Cliff. Cliff is my favorite part of the movie. Cliff is great. Boom. He's always got a smile on his face, but he's got this sweet gadget that he's going to help to use. Uh, he's going to use to help Stargrove cheat on his test by sending the answers to his dope Casio watch. Yeah, which is great. So he gives him a listening device, uh, which comes back later. So this is his cue of this uh, James Bond, young James Bond yeah. kind of saga that we're looking at. Oh, it is his cue. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, here's his listening device. And Stargrove just throws it in like a bucket. And he's like, ah, oh, put it with your other devices, Stargrove. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're hanging out in the dorm room. He's like, hey, thanks for helping me cheat. Here's some gizmos. Oh, also, like, I maybe I'm a huge fucking moron. I just learned in, in James Bond, do you know why Q is called Q? I do not. He's the quartermaster. I didn't. I never put that together. Oh, cool. I didn't either. Yeah. I just now? <laughs> wow. I mean, not like right now, but I mean, recently within the past, I don't know, couple weeks. Wow. This okay. is the thing that I've learned. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Michael, <laughs> the more well, you know. Let me mm -hmm. paint more of a picture for you, Lamar. Mike was sitting alone, sipping on a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. and he heard, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
It mm. wasn't. It wasn't coffee. Oh, it's <laughs> a big old glass of tequila. That's that's right. It's my morning tequila. Nice. Um, what the fuck was I? Sorry, I, I was looking at ingredients on a package recently, okay. and uh, one of the ingredients it was listed. I just chuckled. It was listed as breakfast grade coca. <laughs> so, wow. I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. So, and it was like it was like a UK product. So I mean, there mm-hmm. is like sipping chocolates as Mike has his sipping tequilas. Um, and it's done usually, I believe, at like breakfast time. But um I, I've never seen breakfast grade basically chocolate listed wow. at anything. And who who's making this is no. You have to- this is evening chocolate, madam. You can get this breakfast chocolate label right out of my face. That is a faux pas. That means yeah. there had to be a team that had to classify it in a certain way they have to run it through test so it can measure up to that standard you're telling me keebler elves are real and they mm-hmm. live in the uk yeah. is that what you're telling yeah, me that's correct. Do, do they live in a tree not necessarily i mean uh-huh. as long as your <laughs> coca was breakfast what was it breakfast great great <laughs> I, uh, if you are a UK listener and Mike has not scared you off as noted from, from last week, um, if you do or do not live in a tree, let us know, um, email us at <laughs> rabbitroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It's a computer tree. Yeah. So you're, uh, mm. <laughs> good luck in the internet and that jackass. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Stuck. Star girl. Um yeah, so the the what's the what's the nerd's name? Lang- oh, uh, Cliff. 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 That makes sense. Um yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, thanks for the helping me cheat." And he's like, "You you know my gadgets are the real deal." <laughs> um cuz they are. They are the real deal. Yes, we'll sir. we'll see you, more are, of that later. Are you saying his his name is fitting cuz it's Cliff because it's like cheers and he's a mailman and this Cliff is also delivering? Is that what it's that, is that what Oh shit. Think? Yeah. Damn, that's the long route. <laughs> yeah, you took the scenic route to that one. I did. Um I walked. You did. Hey, um international <laughs> update. Uh Belgium. All right. We're doing some Belgiums now. Got Dope. Belgium on. Yeah. Right on. Nice. Yeah. Love their waffles. Yeah. They and they got good good grades of chocolate there too. Yeah. Um but now now we get to see we get to see the other the other Star Grove. Uh oldest Star Grove. Old Star Grove. The OG. Yeah. OG Star Grove. <laughs> um he is infiltrating like a dam or something cuz he's a spy. Um and he's with two men one of whom, uh, you know, I don't want to say. Yeah, okay. Um, I wrote three blokes go into a sewer. Three blokes, <laughs> three blokes, three blokes go into sewer. Nice description. I like that. Yeah, that was good. One of them is is Stargrove. One of them is a guy, and the other is a guy with a horrible fake red beard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I listed this as the ginger betrayal. Yeah, that's the chapter. <laughs> that's the chapter sequence. I had a different note, but you guys fucking argued with me all movie until it until the reveal. Uh, I kept looking <laughs> down, so a lot of mine are like I, I said, like maybe. Yeah, and then I was, then I then I I said, well, that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but they so yeah the the ginger betrayal he fucks everything up because he kills one guy or Carruthers out, Carruthers Carru- you son Carruthers of a bitch. yeah knocks out one guy double crosses Lazenby. Calls the goons, um, 
I, I don't even know what's happening in this scene. Like there's a bunch there. Yeah. They're in this weird sewer and like all these Mad Max goons come running out and Lazenby says something about it being a disco nightmare. And he bring he takes out his umbrella that he uses to shield himself from them. Yeah. I also think it uh, might be a gun. I think it's a gun shield umbrella. Yeah, it's like, it's too. the whole James Bond package. Yeah, I guess, but it doesn't fucking work. Cause he gets captured. I did like the shootout scene, though. It's yeah, there like was a bit of shootout. Warriors is kind of like in a sewer, and there's like 20 of them with guns, and they're shooting at them, and it's just this James Bond character with this umbrella gun, and it's pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, but Mike's right. Like, I have Mad Max notes all throughout. Beyond Thunderdome, every which way. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's weird, because all the, all the goons are straight-up Mad Max, and they're all driving around in, like, dune buggies with skulls on them but also this is like <laughs> 1980s la and you see them just like driving places like that and everyone is just cool with i mean i was i was basically like a kid at this time i mean i was told there was a lot of crime in la and i just assumed this is, is this the what style. you thought la was it was yeah. roving bands of mad max Go, well, going back to, to beyond thunderdome like mike would you say this is now jerkin time <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> And if again you want to write Rabbit Troop Sucks uh, podcast at gmail.com, Mike will ex- expand on why it's jerkin' time. And I'll, I'll tell you all about jerkin' time. He would love to send you his audio ear poetry. <laughs> ear poetry. Okay. That's what to, the book's called. He would like to be inside of your ears tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a fee, I could broker this um, under an alias <laughs> and an offshore's account. That's the real disco nightmare. That's 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 the secret of Rabbit Troop Sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he he gets captured, and uh, and then Velvet von Ragnar's grilling him over where the ram cake is or whatever the fuck they keep calling this stupid computer disc. Gotta get some ram cake sometimes. Yeah. Um, but he's like, you know what? I got the ram cake right here in my pocket. You guys just well, there's a lot of like threat. Like this is a really weird. Oh news. yeah, they're threatening his son. Yes, yeah, shit. yeah. It's not just like an illusion. Like I do have to give it to the movie right here because uh, good old Velvet is like, hey, you know what? I've been watching your son, and I'm gonna do terrible things to your son. And and even Lazenby's like, well, what? He's like, yeah. Well, I mean, like I'm gonna like go kill your son, and that's gonna be really shitty for you. He's like, yeah. Well, that's my one weakness, and this disc is right here. And he pulls it out of like his breast pocket, um, and well, like hands it to him. Well, no, so but there's there's many pockets. There, yeah, there's a few pockets. Yeah, the the one you're right. I do kind of like his his matter of fact. And he's like, "Are you threatening my son?" And Gene Simmons is like, "I'm not threatening your son. I'm promising I'm going to kill your son." <laughs> like, oh shit! So he's like, "No, the you know this disc is just right in my pocket. Uh, why don't you just reach right in there and grab it?" And so one of the goons does, and there's like a fucking mousetrap in there or something. I don't fucking know. Still don't know what's going on with that. But his, I wrote magic pocket hand. Yeah, yeah but he, he reached in, and then his hand turned to blood. Well, I, well, so the Dungeons & Dragons movie came out recently, and I have not seen it, but I'm sure there's a reference to bag of holding. So maybe Lazenby's front breast pocket was a bag of holding that uh, encases a crocodile. Oh, there was like a fucking dragon in there. Yeah, you just put your hand mm-hmm. in his pocket. He's been waiting this whole time. Put mm-hmm. my, you want to see a trick? Put your hand in my pocket. <laughs> You're gonna get something you don't want in there. Yeah, let's say yeah. other people try to put other things in that pocket. Yeah, they didn't well, like it. No, they didn't. But this move was not well received, no. so they just fucking kill him. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Double O dead, friend. <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> Just like James Bond's wife and on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Also double O dead. Yeah. Uh, so now, uh, you know, sad times. We're at the funeral. Uh, a man with a cane is talking to uh, to Stamos about his dad. He's like, yeah, your dad, the businessman, not a spy. Yeah, isn't that um, the lawyer? But yeah. It's like, oh, your dad left you uh, many things. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't believe that bullshit. What do you ever bro, mean? Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> There's a traffic jam all up this highway. Right. And then he's, Five he, people came to see your father. But <laughs> one of those people was uh, Vanity or Ganja or whatever the fuck her name was. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even like, I can't remember her name. I think, I think, it's, I think it's Ganja. Ganja. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but so she is dressed <laughs> in very appropriate attire. She's wearing a mesh bodysuit with like. Uh, a negligee. I, yeah, I literally wrote in my notes, like, you went to a store and you're like, how do I look sexy at a funeral? And I, <laughs> then I wrote, where do you even go to get that? Yeah, there's like a slit up the side. It looks like you're going to be seduced on a tombstone. Yeah. It's great. Um, it's what all the, <laughs> the kids are wearing. No, she's, she's looking all right, though. Yeah. Um, a little wind gust. But, uh, yeah, so the, the lawyer and and uh, now the only surviving Stargrove go for a ride in the in the car. Um, he's like, yeah, so like you know, you're not rich, but you'll never be poor. Uh, by the way, you own a farm now. It was your dad's reprieve. You yeah. didn't know about your father's reprieve. I didn't know much about my father. Yeah. Well, Stargrove, you're a bastard. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like we we find out later, that drink this guy's your tea full and go to shit. bed. <laughs> we find out later that this guy's full of shit, but he's playing it off like he's like, I don't fucking know. I'm your dad's lawyer. I thought he was a guy. Shut the hell up, Stargrove. Take your farm and get the hell out of him. <laughs> well, he does. He does take his farm and get the fuck out of there. Um, yeah. That's a, so I like this fun scene. So okay. Uh, it's very quick. Uh, yes, they're in the car, and he's like, "You've inherited this farm." So then very quickly you see John Stamos go home, like to his dorm room, and he's telling his roommate Cliff. Mm -hmm. He's like, dude, I inherited this farm. Cliff's is super excited. Yeah, he's like one, sick, dude. Well, yeah, one, Cliff's has been giving him like all these devices. They're clearly best friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they know each other like every which way. He's like, yeah, man, I inherited this farm. He's like, that's crazy. What's it like? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm going to go see it. Bye. Leaves <laughs> <laughs> At first, he wasn't really excited about it. He's like, oh, I inherited a farm. And he just lays down and Cliff's like, cool, let's go. And then right. James is like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go see it. See ya. <laughs> and, and by farm, they mean a mansion in the woods. The whole movie is house to house of just like affluency. Right. Like, like Stargrove's house isn't just like a mansion. It's covered with effing tapestries. Yeah. There's like, tapestries. like fucking medieval tapestries in there. He also has a seemingly never ending supply of motorcycles. Oh yeah. As you do. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Maybe they were all in the farm. Um, there is a horse at the farm that we see once and I don't think anyone's feeding that thing. No, that horse is in a better place now. Yeah. It's someone's glue. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he, you know, he, he rides his bike out to the farm to check it out. And who's there but the funeral babe is, is riding a horse around. Funeral babe. Uh, ganja. Ganja. <laughs> but while she's tending to the horse, uh, I don't remember what this character's name is. Uh Beef Mad Max? Be yeah, Beef. No, he he was like the main... Boa Dobo oh, from Double Dragon? I, I, 
Yeah. Don't know what his name was. Oh, what was his name? Pyramid. Pyramid. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> yeah. Weird name for Pyramid, him. who's like the head henchman and and maybe also Gene Simmons' boyfriend. Um, he's there because he wants the fucking uh, disc. Yeah. The everyone's looking for the floppy. The ram cake. Don't get sloppy when you're looking for the floppy. Three point five yeah. mm piece. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. They ain't coming back. I'm releasing all my music on MP3 3.5, 2024, saying it here. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> well, should you like... Hold you to that. <laughs> Boom. You want, you, want, you, want, you want to check out Night Prism? Check out Night Prism. Your soul isn't ready. 3.5, 2024. Nightprismmusic.com. <laughs> 2024. Um, yeah. Let your eyes realize. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, so he he's trying to get the the ram cake. Um, She kicks him in the dick and does like a cartwheel over to a gun wall. Oh yeah, Um, she flips right off the dude's face. Yeah, and uh, starts starts fucking shit up. But then another Mad Max thug comes up, and they kind of overpower her, and they and they say the the immortal line: "Hand over the ram cake." Or will tenderize your butt. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, we um, need. To, we not need really to... sure if that's what he said. We have to listen to this several times, but well, I'm I'm 100 percent on tenderize your butt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about. Like you're the... on board, or you're 100 percent like that's the quote. Like that's the quote. I made Mike write it down. It can be both. <laughs> we need <laughs> new shirts, uh, Mike. Oh, you need to update. You need to update that there are n- more shirts. You've said this. I have said, yeah. There, there is a new shirt design in the shop. Oh my god! Is it up there now? It is up there now. Oh, awesome! You can, you can put it on whatever you want: uh, tank top, hoodie, uh, ladies' undergarments, whatever you want. You can have the Rabbit Troop Sucks logo. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just need to get you know some back like like slogan. So like, RTS will tenderize your butt. Well, um, I have a list of of things that we've said that I need to put on shirts. Uh, one of Lamar's quotes was. Everything yellow is because something someone peed on it, <laughs> or there's some variant of that. So I'll, yeah. I'll do one of those. Uh, yeah, tenderizing your butt will be there. That's high up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be on the lookout for some special edition uh, t-shirts. Yeah, that's exciting news. Yeah, I yeah. saw shot glasses. We need to get we need to get some things going on. Yeah. So those center. are those are special though. You we, you you can't buy those. We have to give them to you, but only if you do something dope. Yeah. So do dope things. Yeah. Send in more requests, yeah. and uh, we'll get some more guests, and there'll be some more shot glasses. Yeah, and you could you could be like Mike. You could fill that up with tequila, sweet tequila. Ooh, I better look. Shots, shots. Mike shots, just picked shots, up and he goes, "Ooh, it's me, tequila." And he, then, mm-hmm. he, then he just slurped it down like he was tenderizing someone's mm-hmm. butt. <laughs> real <laughs> well real slaughterhouse i mean here. sad sadly for all of us especially pyramid n- no butts were tenderized here because stamo or stargrove shows up um he, he wanted the hard d he, the disc he, he did he wanted <laughs> floppy 3.5 yeah. everyone everyone wants the hard d and they all think he's got it because he's so stargrove stargrove <laughs> but he walks in like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on because he doesn't he's yeah, like, he doesn't hey guys um but this this distraction was enough for the babe to just beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah, it was kind of a weird move. He busts in and she sticks a horse <laughs> right through the hallway. Yeah, he's there. I mean, he conveniently jumps out. I mean, she knows who he is. Uh, 
he jumps out of the way. Good for him because he almost got trampled by a horse. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw her, I saw her point of view. It's, I could get out of this. I can't promise he can. <laughs> right. And that's a chance I'm willing to take. Yeah, she didn't really care about him mm -hmm. at this point. That's a Stargrove move. Yeah. But so they kind of they kind of they kind of chat it out and figure out what might be going on. Um who she is, why she's there. Um I don't yeah, I don't know. She takes her shirt off for most of the scene, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. That she, uh, when I she was fighting, she was in a bra with a sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like popping people off. And it was awesome because she is she is just a kill machine through this movie. Uh, like, honestly, like anytime she has a gun, it's like, like shot death, shot yeah, death. Yeah. Like people are wounded, like they are going down and dying, <laughs> like with each shot. It's pretty yeah. good. And she, she does not put a shirt on. For the next 20 minutes of this movie. Also a Stargrove move. Yeah. yeah. You just being in the room, that's like you're a participant of Stargrove. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Stargrove. Hashtag Stargrove. <laughs> well, she eventually does put a shirt on. And well, she puts like this evening gown on because she's going to leave to go out to this bar. But first she has to meet with uh, with the ginger menace in <laughs> in the car. Because, you know, she she doesn't know that he double-crossed old Stargrove. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so he's given her some bad info and she's like, all right, well, I love to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So they go to this club and this, I'm going to put this in quotes. This club oh, is yeah. super weird. It is exactly like the landscape of back to the future Two when Biff takes over. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a crime ridden gangster scene, right. but everyone's like at some punk club, which you know, if anyone's in Denver, like a punk club's super cool. Like, I don't mean that as like a derogatory thing. Like, no. punk club is where I would want to go. Uh, it's the music I want to listen to. It's the crowd I would be want to be around. But this is like punk music. Like in theory, that's kind of the club. But the outskirts are like biker gangs, like literally just doing crime in front of it. Mm -hmm. Like people are dead. People are getting shot. Um, but then. Inside again, it's like a punk club, and then everyone's cool. I noted that I saw a pinball machine. I was like, "That's where I'd be hanging out, yeah. listening yeah. to music, and playing pinball." Well, and like so, like ninety percent of the the patrons of this bar are Mad Max thugs. Yeah, but there's like there's just like some people in suits there. Uh, Ganja rolls up and like sh like she's going to fucking Casino Royale. She's all dressed up, and everyone's cool with it. She, they're just like, "Yeah, you. What do you want to drink?" Mike, when Ganja showed up. Did she pass the Ducci pot? No. She ordered a fucking Bloody Mary, which seems like a weird move. At this point. <laughs> that was not the drink for that. No. Um, but you know, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. it wasn't just a Bloody Mary. She'll take a Bloody Mary. And a cigar. And a cigar. And a cigar. Yeah. And, and Lance's order is like, someone order a lube job? I don't even know what that means. I think it was just being a little, he was being a little <laughs> jokey with. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe he wanted he wanted to fuck that girl or, or, what, that, you, you, or you know what you know what stuff. I don't want to do I don't want to smart ass the uh, wait staff at this place like <laughs> right. one you're lucky you're getting a drink two you're lucky your drink isn't filled with like yeah. sewer sludge apparently mm -hmm. three what are you doing like oh my god he's a cocky little prick he's just yeah, he trying to make a little scene <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know those star groves <laughs> yeah well. Yeah, so they're they're both there. She went on her own, but Stamos followed her, because um, that's you know his deal. Uh, but now we get to see Velvetron Ragnar's band play, mm -hmm. um, and uh, one one of the pieces of trivia that I read was because apparently he he had to be a hermaphrodite. 
all of the people in that band were actual hermaphrodites and they they coached him on how to behave as a hermaphrodite oh, wow yeah that's deep I, I yeah i guess um so apparently hermaphrodites are all like weird terrorists is that <laughs> like like in this movie? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that might not be like a a, a positive <laughs> I, thing I, to. I don't know. Yeah, it just came with the territory, I guess. Um, but uh, so you know, they watched the band play. The babe leaves. I don't remember where she was going or what she was up to. Uh, Stamos plants a tracking device on her car. Thank you, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. And then he goes back to talk to Velvet von Ragnar. Because he wants an autograph because he's a big fan. Or, you know, that's what he says. Right, mm-hmm. and clearly old Velv knows exactly who this is. Yeah, Velv has got it going on. He figures it out. Yeah. But when he's not looking, he, uh, Stargrove plants a, a a listening, you know, a spy, what the fuck am I trying to say? Like a microphone. Like a yeah, yeah, like a bug. bug. He bugs his office. Yeah, or which, dressing is, room. which is awesome. Again, this movie has a couple twists for me that I really like, and one of the twists right here is uh, Velvet immediately finds the bug like oh, yeah it's not even like a day or five no, minutes yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like he figures he did something <laughs> yeah like he walks like uh john stamos is out out the door and immediately uh gene simmons just walks over to it yeah he's, he's got like a like a device for sniffing out bugs right um but it's called an exterminator whoa but what so <laughs> you know because he was hip to all this while this is happening he sent someone out to uh booby trap Stargrove's motorcycle. Um, I believe it was Pyramid, wasn't it? I, yeah, I think it was Pyramid. Um, but then oh, when Stargrove goes back out, uh, some just some drunk chode is out there like, that's a nice bike. Dur. Um, <laughs> and, and he try he he goes to steal the bike, but it fucking explodes, um, killing the drunk chode. <laughs> Don't steal bikes. No, but so I thought. At this point, like they they think he's dead, or at least I thought they thought he was dead. I thought they were going to play off of that a little bit, but they didn't. He just, no, they did not. Yeah, but I mean, it kind of because he got he kind of got thrown into some trash cans or whatever. Um, yeah, Lamar had a fun side note that he observed that all of a sudden, like one of like there was like some kind of fire that was happening outside. Oh no, it's because the bike exploded, mm-hmm. and immediately like three thugs <laughs> it had a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Um, where the hell did they get this fire extinguisher? Like, uh, there's no way this this punk palace place has a yeah. People fire are committing crime. Like people are committing crimes right out right. front. Like there are dead bodies and looting and like these aren't like party drugs. Like people are doing like life ending drugs. In, in droves. Yeah. And there's a bike fire. And people are like, oh my God, get the fire extinguisher. Well, I feel like they have a lot of fires there. So maybe they're just trying That's to. That's true. That's yeah, like a party favorite. They don't want the fire department showing up because yeah. then, then the fire marshal gets involved. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a whole thing. Here's yeah. your weird Gene Simmons meth. Here's yeah. a fire extinguisher. You don't want that. Here's a pillow. A pillow? Boys could use a pillow. That's take, true. Take a sleep on it. Yeah. Die on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so what the fuck happens next? Oh no, he, so Stargrove has a new motorcycle and he is chasing down. Uh, this is like the next day, I guess. Uh, he's chasing Ganja down the highway. She's in her Corvette. Yeah. I like the Corvette scenes because it reminds me of, uh, the arcade game outrun. Uh, cause the, oh, yes. like the, the dash controls are like those very like eighties. Oh like, yeah. It was like, the, like it, the digital <laughs> speedometer. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it looks just like outrun. Cause she's like going like, like, 
80 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour. It's like up, down, up, down. Cause she's like weaving in and out and it looks just like a video game. I it thought that, I thought that was fun. That was yeah. Cool. That, that was cool. Yeah. And so some, some biker guys show up to start pursuing Stargrove and then Ganja pulls a, she pulls a Griswold. Yeah. yeah I, I also wrote that uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah. There's a, she kind of, she drives herself and hides under the trailer of a big rig. Um, so that she can kind of ambush these guys. And she does. She shoots him in the fucking face. Yeah, it's really nice. She gets under this huge semi and then uh, conveniently opens her dash, um, or I'm sorry, glove compartment to a nice revolver that she just starts blasting in the chest. It's a huge revolver. It's yeah. A <laughs> yeah, the first shot is into one of these guys' chest because, you know, as I said before, like she's shooting everyone, they're kill shots. Like, you know, in any given movie, it's like I shot someone in the arm, he shot someone in the leg. She is literally just like, but bow right in the chest. That guy's dead. I'm like, oh my god! Like, she's aiming to please. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, how does Stargrove get there? Oh, he gets her on his bike and gets in her car. Yeah, they they pull over. Um, she's like, get get in the car. We got to talk about this. And as they're driving away, he's like, Mom, my bike. So yeah, they're they're driving down the highway or wherever the fuck they are, but they get they get ambushed. Um, the, the, the Mad Max goons have a, like a spike strip, like, like for police cases. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they're and, prepared. Yeah, no, they, 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 this is, you know, a normal situation for them. Uh, so that, you know, they fuck the car up and they kind of ambush him. Um, they, uh, they, they take the, they take ganja somewhere. Um, <laughs> we don't really know right away, but, uh. Stargrove wakes up at his farm on his floor. This this is a weird, uh, weird yes. 30 seconds in this film. It, it is, yeah. So John Stamos wakes up, and he, he looks around, and for a moment, I guess he has this Dorothy coming back from Oz moment. He's like, it was all a dream. Mm-hmm. So he gets up like he's going to go brush his teeth, and he's like washing his hands <laughs> in the sink. Yeah. Like, like he's just going about like things like day to day. Like, oh my God, like that was a weird thought I just had. Like a bunch of thugs beat the shit out of me, and I'm just in my bed. Right. When he woke up on the floor, mm-hmm. um, and the thugs just rake his face across plates in the sink. Oh yeah, like that's guys, a, that's this wake up call. These two guys fuck him <laughs> all up. Like they just they fuck him all to pieces. Yeah, like a guy takes the back scruff of his head and just starts like whip whap whip whap like left right wax on wax off with his face against the broken plates in a sink. It's yeah. fun. It's a fun time. It, it's, it's actually kind of brutal looking. It is, um, but it, you know, like the reactions on Stamos's face doesn't really register that no. damage has being done. Yeah, Stamos has like a bloody nose at the very end of this. Uh, like <laughs> he's fine, but this. like like someone in reality, like you, you're like, I don't even like you might die. You just <laughs> Paul, might bleed out. I think you uttered out, <laughs> "Yeah, you're dead." Then <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I have to agree. Yeah. They beat the shit out of him to the point where he should legitimately be dead. Yeah, no, he would be one hundred percent. Yeah, it's like when you're using a cooking mandolin, but uh, instead of a zucchini, you use someone's face. Mm-hmm. There's a long beat down scene too. A cheese it was. grater against your face. Yeah, they they take the party from the kitchen into like the the living room and they throw him against a bookshelf. This is where he gets Jim Cotta. This is where he gets the force. Well, he sees the his the the Stargrove family medallion, which has now been knocked to the floor, but it used to be in like a shadow box on the oh, yes. on the shelf. And he, seeing this, 
gives him power. Yeah. <laughs> you hear Stargrove. <laughs> and then he gets up and he just beats the piss out of these two guys. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not having it. He's like, he's like doing fucking flips and shit. <laughs> like I don't know what he's where he learned how to fight, but he's badass now. Would you say he's doing flips and dips? He's he's dip trip <laughs> flip fantasia up in here. Flipping and dipping. Do you, did this guy eat some cantaloupe for breakfast? He did. <laughs> he did eat he ate all the cantaloupe. That's funky funky. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Paul's left, guys. It's just us now. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, so he beats the shit out of him and throws them both out the window. <laughs> uh, but no, he first he makes one of them tell him where where Ganja is. Um, That's true. Yeah, and they're and the guy's like, yeah, she's at the prison. He's like that the the prison. What the fuck does that mean? He's like our prison, a uh, the prison we own. He's like, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, then these goons run off like it's a Christmas story, and Ralphie just like shot a BB gun at him. Oh He's yeah, like, oh, get you, Stargrove. Yeah, like, it's like in guns. fast forward, and they kind of like skip around. Right, I'm like, uh, these guys just raked your face against plates. Uh, they're part of a bigger gang, and they all want to kill you. Um, okay, take it easy, dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Jeez. This is this is where it gets fun. So this is where uh, accidentally uh, Lance uh, Stamos picks up the insignia again, and it rolls on the floor magically, right like a magnetic attraction, mm-hmm. right to this part of the floor that then glows and opens and leads to a secret tunnel uh, into a secret room right. that is beneath the floorboards. And, and this is where he learns all the secrets about his father. Uh, you know, there's like top secret files and thank you notes from presidents and a bunch of guns. I noted one laptop could house all of this information and then some, but it's in filing cabinets that are perfectly measured into concrete walls. Um, I do know that I would love to podcast there. You, the floorboards open up, there's a rugs all across the floor. There's cabinets and old desks and, uh, I don't know. There was a uh, whiskey bottles and decanters is great. Mm-hmm, Loved it, it. Yeah, no, it was a pretty dope room. Um, but yeah, he, so he, you know, he does a little reading up, kind of figures out what's going on. Um, I'm going to give you sound effects. This is him reading. Oh, yo, look at this page. Sound designs. And I brought you by <laughs> Paul's notebook. We should add sound effects. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, all the big time podcasts have sound design. We should. Uh... <laughs> We're slowly going into uh, <laughs> just radio plays. Don't worry, yeah. don't worry, just going home. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Monty like Python. That. Like, a, like a coconut. Yeah, coconut shells. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple scenes that kind of bounce back and forth. Uh, we 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 cut something's over. bouncing back and forth. Star- Where's the sound effect for that? <laughs> Flubbita <laughs> flubbita. Um, I don't know what that was supposed to be. Uh, we we see uh, Gene Simmons or Velvet like in his damn lair, uh, talking to his sure. his tech guy who is played by Robert England. Yes, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he's like a weird special credit cameo at the end, which is yeah. weird. 
And he's playing like a real kind of nerdy pussweed guy. He has like a bolo tie and some nerd glasses. And he's like, <laughs> yes, Mr. Ragnar, <laughs> if we reroute the, the poison with the, but we need the disc. And Gene Simmons loves him. He's like, yeah. yes. He's like, yeah. He's, like, gonna... like, he's serious. He's like, you will get that disc. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's like, our visions are aligned and we're going to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of awesome because everyone's getting the quote unquote the finger, but he ro- loves Robert England. Yeah, yeah, Robert England does not get fingered. Not not in this movie anyway. Um, but now back at the uh, back at the farm, where where Lance is kind of arming himself, uh, he sees w- one of the cast members from Cool Runnings drive up on a motorcycle. <laughs> yes, yeah, like uh, a Jamaican bobsledder and a motorcycle helmet <laughs> right. ju- j- jumps through. Uh, but ah, uh, trick! It's a reveal. It's Cliff. It's Cliff. Um, yeah, he's just, you know, he's wearing the worst motorcycle outfit in the world. Like red pants, and yeah. green shirt, <laughs> yeah. black helmet, and orange gloves. He's all over the place. And he's created a gun. <laughs> yeah, the, the fire gun or... The, the fire bomber? The fi- I yeah, the fire some. bomber, I think, yeah. He, this, okay, it, it shoots rockets at first. Well, it, it shoots like... Like at first, like <laughs> when you are fire suit Mario and you like, yeah, it shoots like little fireballs that kind of bounce around. Out. It's not yeah. straight well, either. Well, yeah. I, thought, I, th- I thought at first, like he gets off a couple shots, but then something goes haywire. Yeah, it kind of. Then up. it turns into what Mike says. Like it shoots these like heat seeking hover balls. Like it like falls out instead of like propelling forward like a rocket. It's like a bowling ball. It's like a bocce ball fell out of a vacuum. It's like, but then it like launches right into people with firework powers and it's bananas. It's like watching an anime and it gets it every time. Like, yeah. Oh, I love this gun. It's fantastic. Cliff, you crazy bastard. And every shot that comes out of it, the velocity is like randomized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it plops to the floor and then goes yeah, sometimes its it just like hovers in front of people. <laughs> sometimes it know. just immediately just blows the shit out of walls and doors. Just immediately. Yeah, but the person mm-hmm. the person dishing out the damage is totally fine. Oh, yeah. Like, so, perfect. Like, so like if you've got it, like you are wreaking havoc on people. It's I love this gun. This, this yeah. gun makes appearance all throughout the film. Everyone loves it. It's oh great. yeah, no, it, it you know, it solves many problems. Um the, the first of which is rescuing uh Ganja mm-hmm. from wherever the fuck she is. Uh She's patching the Ducci pond. She's patching. Yeah, well, she is getting lit up. Uh, they have her strapped to like a fire table. Brick? Oh, you don't know about the fire brick? Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're yeah, they're in like a steel mill. Uh, yeah, they yeah. they where they're working hard and playing hard. <laughs> um, yeah, and they have her strapped uh, to this table that has fire under it. I don't know what the the functional purpose of this is, but you know, whatever. She she doesn't like it. Um, but yeah, you know, Stargrove and uh, and the nerd. What's his name? Cliff, Cliff. Um, they they assault the compound with the fire gun and whatever gun Stargrove has, and they fucking rescue her. Yeah, yeah, just like Star Wars. Yeah, um, it is just like Star Wars. Luke Skywalker. And now there is a a pretty big leap of faith here for me because I didn't really I didn't really understand what happened. They rescued her, and then immediately they were in a top secret spy room with the lawyer with the cane from earlier 
And he's like, oh, yeah, no, your dad was a spy. I knew this all along. I was just lying to you. Oh, that yeah. room. Right. It, yeah, it's like a room with, like, a big backlit wall, and there's a horse statue. Yeah, that's not, that was like, there was, like, a just a podium <laughs> with a statue with a weird, like, br- imagine your desk was made of broken playground equipment and spray-painted black. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's your desk equipment. Um, in a... Four by four cell wall made out of concrete. It's like right. an interrogation room that someone just it, shined a light, <laughs> a bright light in. It did look like that. Um, but yeah, so it's the. I bet that room was made before this movie and used for nefarious purposes. Oh yeah, no Probably. question about that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's the it's the four of them. It's it's Cliff, uh, Ganja, Stargrove, lawyer guy, and what's it? Wentworth. What's this? Ginger, the Ginger Menace's name, Carruthers. Carruthers. Uh, yeah. uh, it's the Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> he's he's in there with him, um, and they're now they're like, okay, yeah, we got to fucking we got we got to fuck up Velvet Von Ragnar. He's being he's he's got a plan. Mm-hmm. He wants your your ram cakes. Um, <laughs> oh, and a, a point point of note um, earlier it, when uh, when Cliff shows up on the motorcycle. Um, and, and they're talking, he's talking to Stargrove. Stargrove's like, yeah, they want this fucking disc or whatever. He's like, oh, I know I have it. I opened your mail. I, I have the disc. <laughs> I, it's, I strapped it to the motorcycle that I'm riding on. He's like, oh, sick. Great. That's great. And then we'll forget about that for a little while until it becomes important. I also can't remember where the soundtrack changed for a little bit, but it was like that weird flutey sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like flutey. <laughs> it, it was very much like that. Yeah, it was well, going crazy octaves high. Well, so in this room, uh, Carruthers is like Carruthers, we who we know to be you know a bad guy, but they don't. Um, yeah, Mike called it early on. He's like, uh, that guy's a bad guy. Well, we won't tell you why Mike said that, yeah, or how, or his observation. But he's like, that guy's a bad guy, and we kept yeah. writing notes and yeah. About halfway through the film, I was like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. totally obvious. How am I <laughs> um, just looking down while I'm, all this is happening? But yeah, so he's like, hey, I got I got a plan, you guys. Why don't we set a trap? Uh, we'll set a trap for Von Ragnar using these two young pieces of meat as bait. Um, he's going to see him and he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I got to go get them. And then we'll get we'll get Ragnar. And everyone's like, yeah, a guy with a clearly fake beard. This is a great plan. Um, <laughs> so they, they set this up. So we have... Uh, all of the spy people plus like the entire army, I guess, sitting up on a hilltop watching uh, Stargrove and Ganja hang out at the house. And th- this, I think this is where the flute music comes in because Ganja wants to fuck. She wants to fuck bad. And she's like taking off her shirt, like oiling herself up. She's like sunbathing. And the way this scene goes on for like, three hours it's a long (laughs) seductive it's a long seductive scene so yeah she's oiling up and the way stamos responds to this it's like it's like when austin powers is in bed with (laughs) with the fembots and he's like think about baseball margaret thatcher naked on a cold day like he's walking around he's he eats five apples during the scene (laughs) so mike i could break it down for you i think what's happening is these scenes were filmed uh at different times so you have vanity and john stamos Mm -hmm. vanity was told you're trying to seduce a high school boy well no he's in college he might be in college i thought he was in college i hope so well because he lives in a dorm with 
Cliff, okay. right? Mm, I don't know. Or I guess really... it could be boarding school. Uh, yeah, they're well, no. Okay. It, it doesn't fucking matter. Okay. Yeah. So she's <laughs> trying to. So it was. Vanity. She wants to fuck this. You guy. want you to seduce this guy. So, like, start oiling yourself up. You're taking mm-hmm. off your top. Um, you're rolling around. You're showering at points. Mm-hmm. And John Stamos, again, this is my thought. It was filmed separately. And John Stamos was pulled aside and is uh, was told, you're filming a Mentos commercial. <laughs> because she's, like, uh, just wearing underwear, but is, you know, topless, but you just see her back. She's in a shower, an outdoor shower, looking at him dead in the eyes. Right. And he's playing peekaboo cover up with his eyes. He is four to five feet away from her. <laughs> this isn't like, oh, like I'm like down the hall. I'm the next door neighbor. I'm just like, he is four feet away. They were just talking to one another. Yeah. And then she just starts taking off her clothes. Right. Come yeah. on, Stamos. It was, yeah, because he Come was like, Come on, Uncle Jesse. Like, no, I, I can't. We can't go to Pound Town. <laughs> Um, but also like they, they were in Jesse and the Rippers, dude, <laughs> like, they had to know that the army was watching them. Cause that was the plan. Oh, the yeah. army's into it. Well, she's an exhibitionist. Well, yeah, is that, she's like, rum. I want to fuck this child and I want the army to see it. You're <laughs> doing it on the army's dime. She yeah. knows what she's getting in for. Okay. I think that's why he wasn't into it, but maybe she's like, whatever. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. Um, so now, now back at a military HQ up the hill where they're spying on this, um, they, they're like, oh, well, you know, they went inside for a while. We haven't seen them. Um, and Carruthers is like, mm, I better go take a helicopter and check it out. Have you seen her? Baby, have you seen, have you seen her? her? Tell me, have you seen her? <laughs> I'm, yeah. So Tell me, have you seen her? I, I have seen her. <laughs> so he, he fucking knocks out Cliff. For whatever reason, he didn't deliver. Oh the no, mail. he no. Sorry, he. I'm getting ahead of myself. He just takes off in a helicopter. He delivered the mail. <laughs> Pyramid knocks out Cliff because Pyramid's there. Pyramid oh, yes. did not get the mail. Pyramid did not get the mail. Uh, knocks out Cliff, steals the motorcycle that has the disc on it, and now back at the house, uh, Carruthers and the rest of the fucking army, fake army gang, kidnap. Uh, Stamos and, and Ganja replace them with other people that look kind of like them and take them away in a helicopter. And then when uh when the cane guy up at Army HQ is he sees them, he's like, Oh, you know, there they are. He sees their body doubles who look nothing like him, but he's like, nah, it's fine. It's <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> Just army stuff. Yeah. So now now we're in the helicopter, and now we get the reveal, <laughs> the fantastic reveal. It is fantastic. Because Ganja's like, Carruthers, what the fuck, bro? Like, I thought you were chill. Yeah, Carruthers, like, I thought we were going over here and doing stuff. And, and, and he turns around, and he rips off his beard, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he turns into Skeletor Joker. He does, yeah. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> uh, but oh my God, Carruthers has been Ragnar the whole time. Oh, and yeah. I, I called this like at the beginning of the movie. I was like, that's, that's hey, fucking yeah, Ragnar. Um, well, I mean, it's the same voice and a guy clearly wearing a weird wig. Oh yeah. No. It, it, yeah. It, like if you, if you saw, like, I know you guys were taking notes, but if you saw him, it was obvious. Um, but yeah, so they, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happens. Yeah. They, uh, they take him to like the weird little, uh, I don't know, place from the beginning, like the, the outdoor, uh, amphitheater 
Yeah, like the biker hangout. The biker, the biker, the biker yeah, layer. The biker right? layer. Um, the, 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 the ring of death or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Marge just swept the ring of death yesterday, but they're going to use it. <laughs> they're going to use it again. Um, and so they, you know, the, the, all the thugs start like ripping, ripping Ganja's clothes off and they're, they're going to do a little raping, I think. But Ragnar's like, wait, stop. Don't, don't do rape right now. Please hammer. Don't hammer. And they're, they're like, okay. Um, and he's, uh, so, and I, I'm, I, my notes are real spotty here and I'm a little drunk. Um, but drug off juice. Yeah. What kind of juice? Apple juice. Yeah. Cran apple juice. Yeah. It's all the juices. It's all the juices. Yeah. They're all, they're all mixed together. I smell the juice from here. (laughs) It's grape juice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm like Buster with the juice box. Um, so, uh, Stamos is like, you know what? Like you're all talk, bro. Like you need the fucking disc and you don't have it. And guess what? Go fuck yourself. Um, he's like, Oh, do I not? Well, he's like, Oh, do I not have the disc? No, I, okay. <laughs> you did. I'm not, yeah, whatever. I can't, I can't do it. Whatever, whatever weird voice he had. I, I don't have, um, he's like, Oh, you don't think I have the disc? Well, check this out. And then pyramid like rolls up on the motorcycle. He's like, yep, I got the disc right here. It's on this fucking motorcycle. I do know that cliff has a new outfit. He got out of his, uh, Oh yeah. His, oh, like, uh, cliff Jamaican is in boxes. like a Neo lumberjack yes. setup. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like the this is, I mean, this whole franchise is bucking for an action figure lineup. Like this, is, oh Kenner God, brings yeah. to you like too young to die. Tommy, I, mean, I want too young to die for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, Cliff pulled off the uh, hammer pants and <laughs> lumberjack flannel shirt, pretty good. Yeah, no, he was killing it. I Cliff Cliff's wardrobe was on point the whole time. Um, but so at this point, Stamos knows he's he's fucked. Um, he's like, Hey, instead of just killing us, uh, why don't pyramid, why don't you and I fight? And he calls him a Japanese fruit fly mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> Cause that's the trigger. That's how, yeah, you, oh, that's how you get pyramid to fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just like, he's shitting on this guy hard and pyramids finally like, fine, we'll fucking fight. Yeah. Um, but Stamos <laughs> does some fucking Jim Cotta shit, um, rolls around kicks the gun out of one of the guards hand and just shoots the fuck out of, out of pyramid <laughs> and then proceeds to shoot the fuck out of everybody. And then the ex- helicopter conveniently like, comes <laughs> right. shooting everyone else. Yeah. And then, yeah, somehow they knew where they were. The gunship shows up and there's a guy <laughs> hanging out like fucking full metal jacket style. Just, <laughs> At killing everybody. <laughs> he was. It was, yeah. the, it, was, it was in the, you called it right. Yeah. The helicopter, like gunning them down. Like, <laughs> he looks so angry too. <laughs> really that, guy yeah. was, that guy was designed for one thing in life and it was to gun was, down yeah. this game. <laughs> it was to, yeah. How do you kill women and children? Well, you just got to lead them. Away. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't lead them as much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah, now, now this whole shit's going down. Um, Ragnar has the disc and he just kind of fucks off to go find, uh, um, what's his name? Freddy. Uh, (laughs) Freddy pyramid. No pyramids dead. Um, Lance. No, not Lance. His little, the guy he likes, um, Robert England. There we go. He goes to find Robert England. Cause like, Hey, nerd, Freddy nerd guy. I got the disc. And he's like, oh, good, because I have this briefcase. But that- I can enter the dreams. <laughs> yeah, well, he enters the, the dream of the briefcase. Um, 
And he's like, no, it's good because the, the that disc is the key for this briefcase that I made. <laughs> um, and I don't know how I knew yeah. th- this was the right move. It is lost. <laughs> yeah, he said it's a key lock for the briefcase. So the 3.5 disc, the physical 3.5 disc is a key to open a briefcase. Yeah. But just remember, I can enter the dreams. <laughs> also, it's worth noting like this... The, the ram cake that they've been looking for this whole movie, when they find it, it's like a bright green verbatim 3.5 inch <laughs> floppy drive uh-huh. disk that is in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you store your word files? Yeah. I have a very important word file. Right. That I put on this disk mm-hmm. in a Ziploc bag. Correct. But now he has both of these things. He's like, fuck yeah. Now I can uh, open up the valves that will poison L.A. Dream valves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can never hurt me. I'm the master of the dream world and the dream valves. I'm the dream architect and city planner. <laughs> I'm all of them. Well, that mean, and that's good because that's what he needed to be to figure out these valves. Tell you dreamscape. <laughs> uh, so they they fucking run off. Uh, Oh, and he's like, oh, you can activate it remotely. And, and that pleases Ragnar. He's like, that's good, because we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, so they, they, they're outside. They get in this truck. Um, and Ragnar just, like, pieces out in this big-ass truck. And he try, he's like, he's got the, the briefcase on the passenger seat. He types in the code, and the, the briefcase is like, no, you need to be closer. You're not close. You're not close enough. You're out of range. But it was very, it was very uh, polite. Yeah. In the briefcase. Like there was a, times where I was like, "Thank you." Yeah. Like a mission complete. Thank you. Um, so he's like, "Okay, fuck. I'll just go to the dam because that's where the valves are at the dam." So he's driving to the dam. the The helicopter gunship guys are fucking up all the the Mad Max goons. Mm. Um, eventually, they figure out, you know, that he's left. What's kind of going on? So. Uh, Stamos grabs a motorcycle. He's like, I'm going to go after him. You take the helicopter and follow me. This is his fifth motorcycle, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just going through motorcycles. Um, so he he follow, he's following Ragnar to the dam. He darned a lot of socks that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he, nice. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, yeah, and then there's like a showdown at the dam. I, when we've killed Paul, and Paul's, Paul's gone now. <laughs> We're done. Um, fighting at the dam. Fighting at the, yeah. There's a, there's a damn fight. Damn fight. It's a goddamn fight. Um, and I'm I'm just gonna let's just breeze through this. Yeah, um, we're pretty much there. Yeah, the, the, you know they. Ragnar and, and Stamos are kind of duking it out. Uh, they're both hanging over the rail at one point. Ragnar tries to give him the finger. Doesn't fucking work. Um, <laughs> and eventually he just kind of yeets him over the side. <laughs> and it, it was some pretty great dummy work. As, 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 as it was. I didn't see that dummy go over. It was pretty good. I did like the um, there's a little argument in the fight where he's like, I'm a I'm a girl. You wouldn't hit a girl. I'm like you're only. Oh, oh no! Yeah. So, so so yeah. So yeah, the argument is why this movie should never be shown or really seen. <laughs> is Gene Simmons says you uh, you should worship me like I'm everything like I'm woman and I'm man. 
And John Stamos goes, you're only half of those things. I'm all man. And then yeets him over Mm -hmm. the damn side. (laughs) Um, I all man. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Just yikes. So yeah, I mean, like that's clearly outdated. Uh, that you, like these lines should not even be said. This is just super weird. Like, I don't know what's happening. Well, and it, it, baby, have you seen her? <laughs> baby, have you seen her? <laughs> I, you know, and that's what kind of pissed me off the most about this movie. And we'll we'll talk about our feelings later, but um, <laughs> like in a circle together, well, <laughs> holding hands, <laughs> bonding. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> howling. Today's instance of uh, Robert True Socks. Let's talk about yeah. our feelings. Um, like the the fact that he was a hermaphrodite had no impact on this movie. It at really all. didn't. They yeah, could have just made him a, a whatever, like. A Mad Max style goon. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Mike. I mean, Mike's absolutely correct. Like, you know, I like all jokes aside. Like, we want everyone to listen to Rabbit Troop sucks and no one to ever feel like excluded. Much like Mike and I have said, we've played music and stuff. We always felt that way, like playing live shows or doing things like that. Um, and we want to be supportive of everyone. And there was just no reason these things were happening, and it was not explained. And then it was like used almost as like distractions and like it's very bizarre and very off-putting because it just really had no written place here it's just like very odd um so if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this out of context like we're not against anyone's lifestyle no no of course or or how how anyone perceives them or everything the perception is we want people to feel welcome and this is just weird. This is super bizarre. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and the the movie. I know we're kind of getting off the the lead here, but like the movie handled it in very weird ways. Because I'm I'm fairly certain that they made him a hermaphrodite because they thought like, oh, that's gonna be like it's gonna like amplify his creepy villainness if he's a hermaphrodite. But also like in earlier in the movie when they're in the bar, the band is a bunch of actual hermaphrodites, and I thought that treatment was like pretty pretty good like they're just portrayed as like badass punk rockers yeah so like well gene simmons also wearing like very like straight out of rocky horror picture show wardrobes correct yeah yeah so i don't i don't know like there's there's some like kind of like social views of the time yeah it it was all over the place i I don't know what they were trying to say but one of the last uh one of the last ways they address his hermaphroditic status was when they're when they're tussling uh stamos rips his shirt and you see his tits yeah. <laughs> it's a brief one. It's a very some it. some brief titties, and then he gets yeeted over the thing. But n- now we have we have a problem. We have the briefcase which has been ticking down. There's 30 seconds left, um, and he's like, I don't. And he he's able to have a conversation freely with someone who's in a helicopter 200 feet in the air. But he's like, I don't know how to stop this. And 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 Ganja in the helicopter is like, um, they 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 try yeah. to use the the fire bomb. Yeah, she's like, here, use the fire gun. She throws it down. And he's like, okay, I'll just... I'll the fire blaster. Sh- the fire blaster. I'll just shoot the briefcase. That'll probably turn it off, I would imagine. Yeah. So he, he you know, gives himself some distance and he cranks the thing up or whatever. He's like, all right, here we go. I'm going to shoot it. And then the little fire blast goes out. It's like... Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> right? It just like fizzles out. It's like, fuck. But then he has a great idea. Yeah, he throws the briefcase in the air and yeah. simultaneously throws <laughs> the fire blaster at it. And mm-hmm. it just explodes as... yeah. As you as you would think, so it's like take an aerosol canister and throw it against the wall, and it will just blow up a building. Right, and that you know that works. It, it's fine. Everything's fine now. Um, crisis averted. The drinking water in LA is safe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Velvet Ron von Ragnar is dead, or is he? That's uh, true. Because they did make illusions. They're like, did you did you look for the bodies? Like I didn't, because I don't fucking care. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, and so um, Vanity is like, so you know, maybe you want to join our team, and so does this, you know, this coordinating director. And you're like, join us. He's like, never. Uh, I can't do it. And she's like, can you really imagine going back and doing your homework and being in biology class? He's like, yep. He <laughs> drives off with Cliff, and he drives right back, and then picks her up. He's like, come on, get in here. She's like, okay. And I looked at Mike and Lamar. I'm like, uh, did she just quit her job? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah so, I didn't know what that was meant to. <laughs> so, so they all just drive off. I mean, they were given a dune buggy, which sucks. Like, they had mm-hmm. a car, and she had a Corvette, and mm-hmm. those are gone. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, did them in for a shitty Mad Max Dune buggy. Yeah, this, I mean, this is like a frame on wheels. Right, like, I, I like, like a basic he, he engine. Specifically, asks, he's like, "Hey, we, I gotta go. Do you have a car I can use?" And the general's like, "Oh yeah, of course." Like and he kicks a soldier out. Yeah, take whatever, take whatever you want. And then he's like, "Oh, here, take this shitty bad guy car that no one fucking wants." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we were meant to believe that when he came back for the girl, that he that was him going. You know what? You're right. I'm with you guys. Or if it was like, hey. Adult woman, quit your job and come have sex with me in my dorm room. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know, and it could be a high school dorm room. But you know, initially, when you're to your point, when when the guy's trying to sell him on, like, hey, like, can you go back to doing your homework? Like, do you want to be a normal person after this? His responses are, I think, what mine would have been, which is like, yes, this sucked. Like, this was the worst ever. Like, this wasn't fun yeah. for me. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. But then he came back for the babe. I mean, he has his dad's house and his sweet, like, secret room. And yeah. yeah. There you go. He's dating this woman. Maybe, he Might yeah. be in high school. I don't know. Now he has to do spy <laughs> stuff, I guess. Yeah. He has to carry the uh, the name of, what was his name? Stargrove? Yeah, Stargrove. Stargrove. He has to carry the Stargrove name. How dare I forget Stargrove. that name? <laughs> I think I need to hear the song a couple more times. Mike, in comparison to some of your favorite episodes of Empty Nest, how do you think this movie stacks up? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is one hell of a scale. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how to answer that. I don't know that I've seen an episode of Empty Nest. Okay, well, I want you to think about that. I'm going to counter it with Lamar okay. with season one, uh, his favorite Chris <laughs> Elliott episodes of Get a Life. How do you think uh, it compares? Uh, it, it doesn't. I mean, Get a Life is top quality. I, I never too young to die. Just can't compare. Was he never too young to die? Was no. the doctor an empty <laughs> nest? Could he? We need to get off the empty nest. <laughs> okay. Well, well let's, talk, let's, let's, let's talk about his uh, original roles in the Golden Girls. There we go. He'd stop by. He'd be like, hey, Doc. He's like, hey, Golden Girls. I wonder how many they're, episodes he was in there. They're my girls. <laughs> they're my Golden Girls. <laughs> there they are. What's up, B. Arthur? Playing solitaire? <laughs> I really wish there were episodes like that. <laughs> Dorothy, you drinking juice? <laughs> Take it easy. Doctor says, health check analysis. Great. <laughs> Beep, uh, hot damn. Well, I mean, the, ah. the comparison to, to Golden Girls is that, you know, the conceit of this movie is that uh, someone is looking for the hard the hard D. And that's, I think, what most Golden Girls episodes ah, are about. yes. And they find that hard D. Mm-hmm. Diction? Yeah. yeah. Like enunciation? Yes. Mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> hard diction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it. Hard D. Yeah. So, uh, 
Laminate it. What, Paul? What do you think of this movie? <laughs> yeah. What did you think? Um, in comparison to Emptiness or season one of Get a Life with Chris Elliott. Actually, I don't think this movie is as bad as 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 as, as it could have been. No. Um, this movie lacks a lot of the luster that James Bond would have, or even a movie we covered. And go back and listen, please. Uh, if looks could kill, mm-hmm. that there's um no real gadgets, no real kind of like extra zaniness. Um, I kind of miss those things. I wish uh, I wish there was a little more uh, fast cars, uh, a little more maybe uh, disguises, something like that. But overall, I thought John Stamos did a great job in his role. Just I thought the story lacked in areas. Gene Simmons was Simmons was fine as a villain, as we just said. You know what? How they wrote his role. Um, I don't know. In a 2020 plus perspective, it's not shocking to us, and I don't know. It's just offensive. So that sucks. I feel it's that role <laughs> was a little out of place, enough to make me think that there's a maybe a. Um, I don't want to say a hidden agenda, but maybe the director might have had a um, something to say about <coughs> that. I have no idea why he chose that specific way of making a villain. And maybe there's a story to tell there. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this director, Lamar, that I think is going to really shock and surprise you. Oh, no. That at first I was like, wow, this guy did one of my favorite things on Earth is something associated, and I know not the classic, but the 80s Twilight Zone, he directed an episode. And then he got crazy with it and started directing two different TV series, uh, Air America, which was also a movie with Mel Gibson, so a short-run TV series. And then this guy came back like, like, like no one saw coming. Boom, directing episodes of Sweet Valley High. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> wow. Didn't see it coming. I did not. Did not. <laughs> Maybe I did. I've, <laughs> I've never seen any Sweet Valley High. Maybe if I sat down and watched some episodes, I can piece together what's the thought process behind Never Too Young to Die. Listen, get in the shower, put some lotion on like Vanity would, play peekaboo games with yourself in the mirror. Well, put on some Sweet Valley High. <laughs> Maybe I'll mm-hmm. listen to the soundtrack of this movie. <laughs> wake up in one of the local parks denver has to offer you want to wake up in wash park cheeseman park city park congress park we got all the parks baby (laughs) line up those parks (laughs) lose your mind and wake up in a park (laughs) mike what did you uh really feel about this movie honestly i kind of had fun watching it i mean i'd never seen it before um, yeah, I mean, as mentioned before, the, the decision to make him a hermaphrodite was, I think, meant to be shocking. And I mean, you have to re- remember that this is a movie that is almost 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, you know, like different times, different perception. Like, obviously, none of that is really taboo anymore. I mean, I guess at least for, I think for the people in this room, it wouldn't be. I don't know about the culture at large. But like, yeah, I, I, I think everyone in this movie did a fine job. Like. Velvet, the character of Velvet Von Ragnar was not written particularly well, but I think Gene Simmons did a good job with it. Like he, I, I read a couple of trivia quotes and he hated his performance in this movie. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, it was pretty over the top, but I think, mean, I think that was the idea. Um, yeah. Cliff was great. Um, I mean, Stamos was what you expect Stamos to be. 
Uh, Stamos was better than what I expected him to be. That's that's fair, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, there are scenes where he is, like, doing basic martial arts and, Mm -hmm. like, doing some cool stuff. And I'm sure he has stunt doubles helping him do some of this. He did a lot of that himself. Apparently, he trained as a gymnast for months. Are you serious? Yeah, to do do this role. I guess, you know, potentially because they thought that this was going to spawn some kind of series, uh, which, which did not take off. But honestly, if there was another one of these movies... Where Stamos and Vanity were like taking down international criminals, I would watch it. I would also 100% watch it. Yeah, like I don't think anyone's acting took away from this, and the overall premise, I think, worked. I think they needed a, to tighten up a lot of the story, yes. and especially <laughs> if they move forward and get more of a budget. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe the problem was was this 86. Mm-hmm. Maybe the part of the problem was that. They didn't know what to do with this. You know, movies like this, a lot of times that, uh, you know, I read, at least on the trivia is this was the test pilot for a bigger show. Like, I remember being a kid, there was always these weird Sunday movies. Do you remember this, Lamar? And it was just like, on ABC, like, watch Too Young to Die. And then it was like a real test, like, did the audience like it? Like, it was a fun TV movie, but like, if people really started talking about it, we're willing to do a TV show. Like, maybe it was that kind of deal. But the problem was this movie straight up rated R. There is a bit of nudity. Um, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's profanity. Great. There's death. Um, there's nothing's really like it. Clearly, it's rated R. So maybe this was just too much. Like people were like, this can't be a show because it's rated R for the time. Now it could be easily made on a million different channels. Yeah. But, I, I, like, and I kind of brought this up with uh, Prayer of the Roller Boys as well. Like, I feel like the target audience. And the final film result were kind of out of alignment. Like, this is a movie that would definitely have appealed to probably a, like a younger teenager. Like, I don't know. Not like I don't. If I was my age in 1986, I think I would watch this movie and be like, "What the fuck was this?" Sure. Like, but this movie, like, if I would, like, if I was the age that I was in 1986, I would have probably been like, "This is fucking dope." Maybe um, this is a weird like, hey. Fathers and sons go bond with your kids. Like you liked old James Bond because you're a stuffy, crotchety piece right. of shit father. <laughs> now take your cool yeah. hip son and be like, let's talk about breasts and sex and gadgets. No, like t- one could t- totally. Like I just like, this is one of those instances where <laughs> I think the R rating probably took this movie away from a large portion of people who would have actually enjoyed it. If yeah. Yeah, 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 no, you know, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah like it just fell to the wayside because no one knew what to do with it. It was right. in the theater. This isn't super successful, but this could be a cool storyline. But we can never do this with TV. But if we do, right. we're dumbing it all down, and no one wants to be a part of it. Right, now. like this is a young adult focused movie that can only legally be seen by. Right, adults. and then you and your dad high five right out of the theater with your buttery hands, right? <laughs> talking about things that you could never share with your mother. Don't you mm-hmm. tell your mother you saw that? You closed your eyes, <laughs> you little bastard. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly Get in the I car. I regret all of this. Mm-hmm. Got popcorn stains on daddy's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this picture is getting painted very vividly. Wow. You want to go to McDonald's now or not? <laughs> <laughs> then the bell comes off. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is for winners. You are too young to die. Then <laughs> <laughs> back on empty nasty docks, like whoa, golden girls, you're all radiating. 
I don't even know I know what empty nest is. Come on, man. Uh, it's empty nest. <laughs> Joey Azuzu. All the don't, names. Don't look no, no, like, I'm not good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> look it up, but when you Google search it, throw in three X's. See what happens. Mm, <laughs> see, mm. see, what, see what happens. Definitely do not do that. No, you type in 4chan. <laughs> oh my god now you're tripling down on this sir get weird with it yeah and that's that's how all of our listeners got arrested <laughs> did, did you activate the dark web god damn yeah yeah mm. well <laughs> yeah. okay we realized we are too young to die mm -hmm. so i guess we all had fun with it overall yeah but... yeah no it was fun uh, as always, as I said throughout this episode, you can email us, which is rabbittroopsucksgmail. Uh, it's rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up at rabbittroopsucks.com, or just directly go to Instagram or Facebook, or anywhere on earth where you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. I'm really excited that our next movie is what, Mike? Oh, I'm I'm <laughs> super stoked about this. Uh, next week, we're going, we're going to do the 1999 Video game to movie classic, Wing Commander. Was it 99? I think it was 99. Wow. But yeah, we're going to do our second video game adaptation, Wing Commander. Yeah. And uh, what could go wrong? Nothing. It's going to be us and Freddie Prince Jr. Against the, Prince. The, against the Kilrathi. Got the those Lillard. motherfuckers. <laughs> you, yeah. got the, you got the whole crew. And I have a lot of things to say about this movie because I was a huge fucking Wing Commander fan back in the day. Were you taken by the wing? I was. Did uh, Wing sing to you? Yes. Do you love the music stylings of Wing? I love the TV show Wings. <laughs> okay. I love... Did you really earn your wings today? I earned my wings today. I like uh, the the band, the, the super band group Wings. wings. Yeah, okay. um, I like boneless buffalo wings. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm out of wings, I there think, yes. That's all the wings. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the Detroit Red Wings? No, sure. No. Sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I, 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 this is go. a Colorado podcast. Yeah. It's, it's all, yeah. it is all oh, avalanche for me. All right. Oh. I'm sorry. Unless it's the Bruins, because I'm an East Coast boy. Oh. But uh, Bruins are doing good. They are doing good. But yeah, no, this yeah. Detroit nonsense. Yeah, Detroit has their own problems. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. When my when Mike and Lamar just started talking about sports, I just looked down. I just, <laughs> I, just I literally just looked at the floor. <laughs> the sports <laughs> talk is over for about thirty seconds. I just looked straight down at the floor. <laughs> oh, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, listeners. Right. You've done a average or better job at listening today, and mm -hmm. I wanted to say. I average or more enjoyed and appreciated that as Mike and Lamar average enjoyed it as well. <laughs> yes, we do on average enjoy uh, doing this. So thanks for listening. Obviously we, I mean, we could still do this if you weren't here, but check yeah. out the new merch, check out, check yeah. out, check out what's going on. Enjoy, you know, uh, subscribe. You should definitely subscribe. I know a lot of people just like listen kind of piecemeal, but subscribe. It lets yeah. us know that you're there and we get better. Uh, we get better data. We can help. Uh, I don't know what we can help do. It doesn't matter. But, you know, join us on Facebook. People that I don't know are on Facebook. Uh, you should talk to those people. You guys could be friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, get matching tattoos. Yeah. Like, I could send you the stencil. that You could get, like, matching tattoos of Rabbit Troop Sucks. Yeah, hey. we we have, like, a lot of downloads. So I, you know, I can see the downloads. 
Mm-hmm. You guys are listening. He can so, see you. Uh, say hi. He's watching you. Yeah. Mike, do you have any future self plugins that you'd like to share for uh before we leave? Um no. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I know what you're getting at. Um Yeah. Yeah, on um hmm, May nineteenth, uh if you're bored, it's a Friday night. You should come to uh, Lost Lake, and I'll be playing music there as part of an ensemble. Uh, we're it's basically like a duop group, uh, kind of like a fifties street gang kind of deal. I love it. Do you are you like cleaning up crime with your instruments and your notations? Yeah, it's like a lot of acapella, leather jackets. Nice. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I I do play in a in a local Denver band, and we'll be we'll be playing a show on uh, May nineteenth at Lost Lake. All right. So you yeah. guys should come to that. Good venue for the for the folks in Denver. Do you want if uh, if one were to bring you gifts, what kind of gifts would they be? Uh, well, I mean, I I always prefer a cash basket. Mm. That's one of, one of my favorites. Um, obviously, I like I Mike like, just wrote on a piece of paper that I should say you like favors. The gift could be a favor. Oh yeah, favor. Yeah, I do I enjoy a good I favor. I yeah, I don't. Yeah, that that you can work that out with Mike. It could be sexual. It could be just like picking me up from the airport. You know. Mow my, my lawn. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Get them all in. Yeah. Lamar and I do not endorse this, uh, nor are our names on that. Take to take my name off that project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as, as always. May 19th. Yeah. Yeah. May, May 19th. 19th. Right. Yeah. Which is in a couple weeks. Yeah. 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 Hot and, dog. <laughs> and uh, if you see, if you see Mike playing live, I encourage that you yell rabbit troop sucks. Hey, yeah, hey, I'll hey, be wearing hey. a t-shirt. <laughs> really? It, it probably won't. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I, I, guess, I, I guess I hadn't considered that, but. Will you be wearing pants? Well. That could be the request. Yeah. Yeah, pick what kind of pants I wear, uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah, right in. We're, we're kind of a goth band, so I'm going to be dressed basically like one of the Mad Max goons from this movie. I would imagine. Tight? Yeah. Oh, the outfit's tight. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> okay. He's drawing pictures now? <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, Rabbit Troops. <laughs> <laughs>